This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. And I'm Truman, and this is episode 345, Avatar. Because you saw it, and you were like, yeah, I saw it, I guess. <laughs> you ready to see the really next few? It. No. <laughs> I don't really remember what happened, but I, I did watch it. I mean, I feel like that's that's a good explanation for the, la- the last three games of the Red Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, the Red Bulls, we, have, we haven't talked in, I think it was like 19 days when I'm looking at the our SoundCloud. Uh, so we haven't been on in a while. Multiple reasons work. Uh, just wanted to stay away from certain things. Uh, so we have three games to talk about. We're not going to go in-depth on each one because there's no real reason to. Uh, we had NYCFC at home, uh, Philly away, New England away. We came out with one win, one loss, and one draw in that order. And a Tim Parker red card, which honestly I didn't see. So I don't know what he did wrong. Not much. Yeah. I mean, I guess, it's, I guess it's Tim Parker. So red cards just eventually happen, right? Um, so we'll do – actually, we, we – Tweets. I, I almost forgot about this. So, so uh, Truman, do you have tweets at hand, or do you need me to bring them up? No, I got them here. We, we can. Well, this is this is the general consensus. I think after three games, is why it's Chris Armour is still the coach of this team, which I think we could have covered <laughs> in before we went on a mini hiatus. I think we did cover that before we went <laughs> on a mini hiatus. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, after the first game, I mean, Casey Jones and, and Steven Santos just saying it was it was a d- decent win. Um. I mean, it definitely wasn't like a convincing win. <laughs> Certainly not convincing. I mean, it's uh, even questionable that we won in the first place. That goal didn't seem like a goal to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, after this, the second game they played, I mean, Three Shields SOFLO said, why is Armist still employed, man? Agreed. Um, you know, uh, at CNY underscore Metro 96, said it was a game of two halves. Second half was the most threatening, which if maybe if they played that lineup in the first half, maybe we could have gotten a better result in that game. Uh, Jeremiah, Red Coach Jay, said it. He said it's becoming Groundhog Day. The same issues appear game after game. Hmm, I wonder where the problems lie there, right? <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, we have not seen one in charge has a clear direction of this team should actually be to help recover. Uh, again, Steven Santos, can we fire Armas and hire John Wolniak instead? At least it would be something with club experience and and actually academy youth knowledge of Red Bull players in the system. Uh, Travis Moose, where does one apply for the New York Red Bull head coaching job? Apparently anyone can do the job now and be held to zero standards of success. Lackluster players aside, Armis looks like <laughs> looks like a middle school PE teacher out there. He does, doesn't he? He's just arms folded. 
you know, with this kind of like a little sweatshirt or t-shirt on. Um, and then uh, real quick, I'm going to follow this one. doesn't have to relate to the games, but uh, uh, Mr. Adamek at Mr. Underscore Adamek says, got this email today. Can we validate these claims? And that was, I guess, the Red Bull saying that 2021 men memberships are now on sale. Enjoy a style of play that is aggressive, innovative, and opportunistic at every level. What team are you going to pay tickets to see watch? Because it's definitely not the Red Bulls. Yeah, I, I'm only paying to see tickets uh, for next year because I pretty much already paid for tickets this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I, I think my theory with Armas and as to why he is still coach is that I think some demon named Glasgow or something uh, told like the UN that he's a big fan of Armas. Armas has to remain employed, and if he doesn't, he'll make the coronavirus kill everybody. So, so I, I really think that's it. Um, so the UN called Rebel and like you got to keep this guy employed, or else everybody's gonna die. I, th- I think that's it. That's got to yeah, be. There really is no any other any other explanation. My, my thought is maybe he has a Bobby Bonilla style contract where if they fire him, they have to pay him more than keeping him employed. <laughs> he gets paid forever. <laughs> I, I think Glasgow is more realistic. <laughs> uh, so the funny thing is, I see this tweet uh, by the Red Bulls. Uh, for the keys to the game this week. Number one, maintain positive home streak going, which two games spread out by five months. Mm-hmm. Two, continue positive offensive momentum, which is two goals in three games. Three, DC United haven't won them since March 7th, but that doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, ex- okay, number three is the only valid one there, but you really think this team has anything going for it? I mean... We don't have a forward that we play consistently up top. We don't have our, our best literal designated player isn't starting every game. Like, well, uh, oh, oh, Kaku, Kaku, Kaku yeah. Actually, is he, he's the only designated player at this point, isn't he? No, the the one new guy. Oh, okay. Is designated player, and it, it just took him and the other signing a month to get into training. Which, given the current situation, makes sense. I mean. But I, I don't know. There have other teams had holdups. Are other teams the New York Red Bulls? That's a good point. This this is the team that couldn't get Luke Rogers back in on a visa. So yeah. Uh, so general likes and dislikes for the three games. Uh, Pat, you can go first. What do you dislike about the the stretch for the Red Bulls? I mean, I, I think most of our fans hit it the nail on the head. I mean, this just team this team seems to be. Completely out of ideas. Uh, you know, Armis just is in way over his head. He doesn't seem to learn from anything. Um, you know, it, it just, it really is embarrassing. I mean, there were some positives in the last game, which obviously we'll get into, but I mean, do you really expect Armis to build on them? No, because we've seen, we've seen this story before where like we see a positive game, like, okay, maybe that's something they can build on. And then he just goes back to what wasn't working before. So, um, you know, and again, it's not all his fault. There's no talent. There's not a lot of talent on this team either. Uh, Today's MLS is not the MLS of 2006 where you can get by with what you have. Um, It's a different ball game now, and Red Bull just refuses to play it. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, the utter lack of ideas and just overall forgettable and boring uh, play. Uh, yeah, so I'm, if I'm going to say what what a major dislike is just 
it's consistency, and that that's really the biggest thing. It's just lineup consistency just doesn't exist. You don't know who's going to play one game next. I understand if there's a couple games in a short amount of time, but there's been times where you could have run out the same lineup, and he doesn't. And Kaku sits on the bench and starts games, which just boggles my mind because when he gets on the field, he's probably the best player out there. It, I, it, it makes – I don't know. The, the, you just don't know what's going to go on from game to game. makes no sense. But I will say this. The one thing that is consistent, I feel, is Ryan Mara uh, has been playing well. And the defense has not been playing that bad. Um, aside from falling asleep against Philadelphia for the one goal that they gave up, um, and then the goal against the Revs, I mean, they're not getting blown out of games. They're losing, I mean, really, they're losing one nothing games, They one one game. So the, the defense is not bad. And maybe if you had a little bit more offense, you would have won three games. But they don't. Like we've said, they've scored two goals in three games, and that's the biggest problem. If you get if you get two goals, two goals, they win they win these past three games. And I think that's what's really frustrating it that they've only won one. Uh, but again, one one and one, not terrible. When I mean, you've played, I mean, one home game and two very very intimidating crowds at these away games. <laughs> Completely crazy madhouses. Uh, again, I, I guess if we were seeing if they were playing in front of fans, one one and a one, I'd be too mad over those results. Especially you, you beat the Smurfs, um, which the fans do love. Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of surprising that we're only in sixth place. I thought we would have been much worse off, considering where we've been. Um. I'll just echo what you guys said. Uh, the, this team is, to me, not inspired to do anything, realistically. Um, they're not set up in a position to succeed. Uh, for some reason, we're better in the second half all of a sudden than we are in the first. Um, you mean he puts in the guys that, that should be out there to start games? Yeah, that, and for some reason, they actually start trying more in the second half as well. Um, it, it just... it. It baffles me that Armis is still here um, after the lackluster performance in the MLS's back tournament, especially what happened with their Atlantis coach, where they basically said, well, bye. And, you know, you, you get eliminated and you're expected to at least advance out of a team, out of a, a group that included FC Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, could, you couldn't even get a wild card spot out of a group that included FC Cincinnati. I, that that should just be an embarrassment, um, and I think the honest reason that we haven't seen Armas gone is that Kevin Thorell, assuming he has full control over this team at the point, is basically riding out the rest of the year given COVID and everything else that's going on, and he's just going to blow it up and rebuild the next year because the signings that he made over the last month or two haven't been showstoppers. They're not even trying to break the bank for anybody. Um, and maybe this is the right, if, if you're going to do it, the right move, let it spend a year, just suffer one more year under Armis, especially under a shortened season with COVID where you don't want to really make an investment necessarily and have it blow up in your face and just say, all right, 2020 is done. Screw it. Who cares what we do? Let's just come back stronger in 21. And I, that's where I feel like I am with this team. It's the season's a write-off at this point. If they make the playoffs, fine. If they don't, whatever. It'll save me from having to watch playoff soccer and getting 
get my hopes up again. And if they do make the playoffs, and I know they're going to lose at some point, they're not going to make a cup run. So whatever. It doesn't matter. I like how you think they're going to make big changes next year. Oh, what are you talking oh, I, about? I, didn't, I, I don't mean like big as in sign, uh, messy big. I'm just talking big in, as for MLS. Nah, we're going to be in the messy sweepstakes for sure. One can Definitely. only hope. <laughs> All right, so likes, uh, I want to just give a, my quick one is I forgot what station the uh, Revs game was on on Saturday. So on Sunday when I went to go watch it, I was on ESPN Plus, got the score ruined, and it saved me from having to sit through the 90 minutes of that game. It was a terrible game to watch. It wasn't terrible. No, but it saved me from having to sit through 90 minutes of a 1-1 draw. Uh, you know, you you get the you would get the hope of going up a goal and then have to immediately get those hopes dashed when they give up the the game time. Just goal. fucking asshole. They they had some exciting sec, uh, set pieces, so I mean that was something. Yeah. Hey, you want me to go? You want to go? Pat, please. I, I I've already I've given my ups and downs, my likes and yeah, dislikes. You did technically you did technically give a like last one. Um. You know, in the last game, I kind of liked how Ben Mines looked. Uh, along with Tom Barlow. I mean, I, if this is the route we're going to go, you want to see some progress from the the young guys. Um, you know, I thought, you know, Mines' assist on Omir Fernandez's goal was, was a good one. Um, he showed some real promise there. Uh, Barlow, he, the kid can at least run. Um, he can get into dangerous positions. He just, you know, he's got to put a few more things together and who knows um i mean i'm not holding my breath but uh the the performance of those two was uh mildly encouraging all right uh afterthoughts i I do have something uh, i heard because i was watching the the fox highlights they showed part of the uh studio after the fat after the game and lawless called the red bulls mediocre uh, he's absolutely right. <laughs> I, underst- I understand the hatred that it that the Rebel fan base has for Lawless, but you can't argue with what is plainly visible to everybody else is that this team is mediocre and they're not really going anywhere. Uh, well, here's my issue: we we know they're mediocre. Alexei doesn't have to tell us we're mediocre. That we're mediocre. <laughs> we know. We know we are mediocre, man. So that's how you prefer your analysis of your team. It's like, well, you know. We completely understand it. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like you have a friend, right? And all your friends are like, oh, my friend, he's such an idiot. He's such an idiot. And then some stranger's like, yo, your friend's an idiot. You're like, yo, man, that's my friend. You can't talk to my friend like that. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I know he's an idiot, but you, you can't say he's an idiot. Oh, yeah, I defend everybody all the time. I think it drives a lot of people insane. They're like, can I just talk to you what Sheila said? And I'm like, "Ah, And I'm just like, yeah, I know she said something shitty, but she's okay. You know, she's okay. But uh, I guess my afterthought would be that, uh, you know, it's it's bad, but I'm almost rooting for this team to fail colossally because I feel like a road draw against New England is something these idiots in the front office are, you know, patting themselves on the back about and like, you know, good job, sir. Road draw is always good. And it's like, I feel like even in this, you know, expanded playoff year, 
sneaking into the playoffs will be enough enough for these morons to think well, what they're doing works or is working. And it's it sucks. I mean, I tune into every game. I don't even know what I'm rooting for. Like, I really don't. I mean, I, I can't help myself when they score. And I'm like, yes. And I can't help myself being annoyed when they, when they get, you know, uh, give up a goal. But it's just like I'm I, – I don't know. But I, I feel like any kind of mild success will be enough for these guys to just pat themselves in the back and auto, essentially just not change anything. You know, you know when you say that you know you can't help yourself but watch your team be mediocre, guys. Let me just turn the screen if I can show you what's on my TV right now. If you can see that, I don't know if that's clear. I'm assuming it's, I'm the, assuming Mets. it's the Mets. That, that's the Mets, and I, I've I've paid a subscription to watch this team be just piss poor and lame, and yet here I am. It's on my TV. I, I you're right. I can't help myself. That it's right here. Mm-hmm. I just suffer. I mean, we're. we're- uh, Truman, Truman, you and I are paying subscription to ESPN Plus for this shit. So yeah, yeah, it's also true. And, uh, and, I, and I and I also pay a subscription to uh, NFL Game Pass for the Jets. So <laughs> I mean, my my wife said the other day I was I was watching the Mets play like the Mets. She said I've never seen you happy watching these. You, you know, when you watch sports, you're always miserable. I'm like, have you watched my teams play? Of course I'm miserable. Look look what I have to sit through. Mm-hmm. Tons of just mediocrity, or just or just awfulness. Yeah. Give me something. Give me one winner. And it can't be the Giants once every decade. I know, right? Need more than that. Hell, I must be. I must love pain. I'm upset that the uh, I'm not going to be able to watch uh, workers get their brains beat in in the Big Ten this uh, season. Right. All right. So to, let's just keep piling on the compression, the, the depression. Um, the New York Rebels have to face uh, DC United this week in front of another empty stadium because this is the, the life we live now. Uh, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. on MSG. So I don't have the exact scores for the prediction contest, but Truman claims he got two right. I did. Um, I'll have to go back through our Facebook Messenger and get it. To, to verify that later. But so if that's the case, <laughs> he's most likely in first, uh, which means he gets to go first at prediction. So Truman for DC, what is your prediction? I have no reason to say this at all because it makes no sense, but I don't care. Uh, Red Bulls win one, nothing. I mean, it makes no sense, but that's what the season is. Uh, they're not going to score more than one goal. We know they're not going to do that. And I think they're going to do just enough somehow, somehow uh, to beat DC in yet another game that will be in front of just thousands and thousands of fans. Yeah, it's too bad that they're still not at RFK because at least the, the uh, raccoons could have attended. <laughs> that's true. That is that is an actual shame. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, you know, I'm... I know I should guess something different because that's the only way I will gain on you, but no, I have to say the exact same thing. One, nothing. Same. I mean, it's just uh, DC is not good right now. Um, maybe this is a team that the Red Bulls can beat. I, I don't know. Um, it's not like they're walking into a cauldron by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to concur. A one, nothing win for the Red Bulls. Which is a kiss to the death. You know I just... Uh, You're I right. 100%. They're going to lose now. 
See, I was gonna do something crazy like a three-two win, but I don't. I don't trust it. To... <laughs> Just give up. Just give up the belt now and say that. Well, I mean, this fucking twenty twenty. I, I don't think I'm gonna get the belt regardless. Um, I don't think we're winning. I don't think we're gonna necessarily lose either. I mean, okay. I I say this with all the love and respect in the world, but we're not that bad, right? I mean. No, we're mediocre. We're mediocre. It's exactly yeah, but, what we are. But I mean, we, 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 gotta, we have to at least draw DC United, right? Like, there's no way we can lose to them, especially at home in front of the tens of fans that will be in attendance. <laughs> um, I, I know, the, do the microbes from that? Uh, uh, the microbes from that landfill account? Are they fans? Are they blow into the I stadium. Think so. The millions and millions of microbes. <laughs> So, you know what? So, quick sidetrack. Um, other teams in the league are having pe- our fans pay like 30, 40 bucks for a cutout of themselves to be in Red Bull in, in the stadiums. How have the Red Bulls not done the same thing yet? It would look very silly. Wait, what? So, very- if, if you watch the Philly game, it was like $40 per person. You can submit your picture, they would do a wow. life size cutout and put it in a seat. With and, and the proceeds were going to the union's charity, which to me makes sense, right? Because at least if you're spending the money, you're, you know it's going to a charity. But how would the Red Bulls not even th- like thought to do something like this? Well, they're, they're scarves that that went to charity, right? Yeah, that uh, the Empire Supporters Club um, had scarves in the salad the AIDS Resource Foundation for children. So I mean, a supporters club did it, but the team's yeah. just like Burp. I'm talking about the rest, of, the rest of the stadium. I mean, there's so many, eh. there's so many seats they could just put a cutouts in. If um, I thought of something fu- a good funny cutout, I would do it, but I, I wouldn't put myself. Yeah, there were there were definitely some serious fans in the in the Philly game in those cutouts. Best I mean, cardboard really cutout is Royals with Bernie. From Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, that, that was fantastic. <laughs> and I feel like the best one we could do, even though it's an old joke, would be the Hartford Whaler mascot. <laughs> but then oh, how people would do that. Yeah. But that, but that's got to be only if NYC is playing at Red Bull Arena. Yeah. Uh, I, getting back to my prediction, I, I don't think we're going to win. I don't think we're going to lose. I'm going to say they're actually going to score more than one goal. So I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw at home against D.C. And now watch, they're going to lose because none of us picked it. <laughs> That's how it goes. All right. Uh, so the second game we're going to preview, uh, because we're probably not going to record before then, is uh, next Sunday. Uh, that game is 7.30 p.m. at on MSG, and they will ho- be hosting the Philadelphia Union at home. Uh, Truman, again, since you're in the lead, you get to go first. What do you think is going to happen against the uh, Union? I mean, they're not going to, again, they're not going to score more than a goal. Uh, oh, God. I'm going to stay 1-1 draw in that game. Are they going to stay red hot? Red hot. Uh, with scoring two goals in two games. Uh, I like I like a good home draw against the Union, who are definitely a better team than, than the Red Bulls. But again, they're playing in the cauldron, man. Placing me fucking bananas. So they they might not even make it to the stadium. There might be so many fans swarming the away team bus, just like 
assaulting it and rocking it back and forth. Um, you know, we might win by forfeit. So again, I, I, yeah, it, it's going to be tough, but I'm going to go with the one-one draw here. Uh, I am this. I'm just going to go insane now. Why not? Let's do it. Uh, at that point, I think Samuel Teta and Drew Yearwood will be up to speed. Our team will be fucking amazing to that point, uh, and because that Yearwood Teta connection, which is going to be the envy of MLS and dare I say the world, mm. I'm going to say a four-nothing win. For the New York Red Bulls against the Philadelphia Union. Ditka. Bears. <laughs> you know, I, I will, if we our new signings actually pay off, I would be happy. Because we haven't had a new signing pay off since Kaku started playing under Jesse Marsh. And then that went away when Kaku started playing under Chris Armas. <laughs> um... I, I I can't I can't see us winning against Philly. I think if to go with Truman, where a one-one draw is literally the best possible outcome in this game, because we should have been destroyed against Philly at uh, Subaru Park. Like one nothing is an amazing feat because Ryan Merrick kept us in that game multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm glad he's finally getting his starting. It, it only took um, three bad games in the MLS's back corner for him to finally get his, his starting spot back. It's amazing. Um, so I think I'm going to go 1-1 one, one draw also. I, I just don't see the Red Bulls being good enough against Philly to do anything more than one goal, and I'm just hoping the defense is bend, not break for most of that game. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on the two games before we move on? No, it'd be a ton. Really exciting. Just an exciting couple games here. Alcohol still legal. That's it. All right. So, unfortunately, no sound effects this week because uh, my house is getting worked on. So I'm to, I only have the one computer today. I wasn't planning ahead for this, so I'm sorry. But it is time for the dumping ground. Beep. Okay, my sound effect somehow made it. I didn't realize. All right. uh, So the big news in the soccer world is uh, Messi and Barcelona's drama. Uh, Apparently, it started during the Champions League. uh, What was the semifinal? They said Byron basically said they could see what was going on then. Uh, Messi is basically unhappy with Barcelona's board. Uh, Specifically, was it? I can't say the guy's name, the, the president of the board right now. Um, but basically he was unhappy with a bunch of decisions they were making in terms of signings and claims that he has a clause in his contract that allows him to walk away for nothing. And he's exercising that that clause in his contract this year. Barcelona is saying that that clause does not exist. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that it's a $700 million or $700 million euro fee I think for him to leave right now <laughs> like that's the buyout clause apparently come on now and there's rumors about him going to possibly to uh, Man City I think one was like two years one was for like five years where it's three years in Man City and two years at, at NYCFC like 
I, I'm sure he got linked to other clubs too, but those are the two that I've seen so far. It's just ridiculous what's going on with Messi. I mean, if he has a clause in his contract, let him walk away, good. Let him walk away. I, I love the trauma of this, but it, it's just insane that in 2020 this is this is happening. Like on top of all this other shit going on, I mean, in a normal year, this is this would be the big story. But I think because of COVID, this just makes it that much more amplified. Because everybody wants a distraction, and this is, right now is the best distraction for the soccer world. Well, I, I think no matter what happens with Messi, whoever Barcelona ends up selling him to, uh, Barcelona is going to win fucking La Liga for the next 10 years. going to have so much goddamn money from that transfer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't – I know the rumors, Man City. Um, I know there's fake articles saying he's already signed there. Uh I, I think Italy is probably where he's going to end up. He can go hang out with uh, with his homie Ronaldo. Ronaldo. I think they're BFFs, right? They're they're just best buddies. The bestest. Man, imagine a messy Ronaldo super team. But, but but they're both forty playing for Nashville. <laughs> you mean he's he's not linked to um, Austin FC? Oh, hey, why not? Throw them in the mix. <laughs> oh, boy. So any, any thoughts on uh, Pat, any thoughts on it? Cause... Uh, I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it is a fun little drama. It'll be interesting to see if he goes somewhere other than Barcelona. It'll be interesting if he goes to a more competitive league than La Liga. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, whether it be... I mean, really, it's England. I mean, Germany's three teams. Italy's, what, one or two? Um, I like uh, anything Germany's three teams. It's one. It's one team. It's really (laughs) just one team. Well, you know, like halfway the season, they're they're always like, is Dortmund or Red Bull Leipzig going to do it? Are they? Are they? And then (laughs) just just cruises. (laughs) Yeah. Then we go to like Stuttgart, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, Stuttgart's going to win the, the the Bundesliga title this year." <laughs> Doesn't matter where he goes; people are going to think that it's just. Uh, I I don't know. I I just want to see this keep extending, especially since the season the next season's about to start. Because he already missed what the first mandatory reporting period for mm-hmm. Barcelona, mm-hmm. and they're trying to claim that he owes a month that he's fined now. I think. Oh no! Oh yeah, no! What's he's like, happen? he's like, you can't, yeah. you can't find me if I don't play for you, bitches. <laughs> I feel like if I was him, I would just do something fucking insane. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if once I'm a billionaire, I would be like, yes, I do want another hundred million dollars. I don't know. <laughs> I'd just like sign for Halifax FC in the Canadian Premier League. They're like Nova Scotia, bitches! Woo! Let's do this. Sign for like some Bulgarian team, just disappear and fade away. I I I think we're missing the Chinese Super League calling them too. Mm. Tim Cahill brings them to Australia. I might shows up in the J League somehow. Maybe that time at school with my Bulls. Did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) I did. You show up that Lillian Doodle blow. Sure did. All right. So, uh, anything else for dumping ground? Yeah, Cobra Kai's been a fun watch. I, I already watched season one a while ago uh, when it first came out, but season two's been uh, not too bad so far. 
Yeah, I'm glad it's on Netflix now and they're making a season three. Yeah. So, sure. so I just saw that. So did YouTube like give up the rights and Netflix bought them? Is that what happened? Yes. They sold them. Yep. Okay. So I, I, I was really surprised when I saw that pop up yesterday on my feed. I'm like, what the hell did Netflix get Cobra Kai? Yeah. Oh, actually, one soccer note. Uh, Weston McKinney is yet another American who's gone to a big European club in transferring to Juventus. Ooh. <laughs> that is the big time. Yes. So uh, I don't know if uh, Berhalter is the guy to put it all together, but we do have a lot of young talent in some big clubs right now in Europe, which is hopefully exciting and not just, you know, future blue balls. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing you got to hope he actually he does play, you mm-hmm. know. I, I know it's not American, but Alfonso Davies went in the uh, Champions League, for ML, a former MLS player with the Whitecaps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Canada. Hey, at least it, at least we can claim MLS was part of that journey. Eh, Canada. Although apparently the Vancouver Whitecaps were trying to fuck him over during transfer. What's well, an MLS does? No, it was specifically the Whitecaps. Like they had a deal in, from what I've read, they had a deal in place. Like at the negotiation table when they were signing, they're like, "Oh no, we want an extra like ten million dollars or something like that." <laughs> and they wouldn't give they wouldn't give Davies his his cut of the the fear or something like that. Oh, shocking! Yeah. yeah. So Bar- so uh, Byron stepped up. It's like, no, we'll we'll cover it for you. You're good. <laughs> it's like we have we have a few extra million dollars to give you. It's okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're wealthy as shit. All right. Uh, anything else? No. That's All right. It. So uh, next, then, is Pat's betting corner. All right. Uh, I have my three teams, and then I close the app. Are they reopening? And so this week, I think I am going to put a, a wager on Atlanta, Atlanta FC, even though they're not that good this year over Inter Miami because they're really bad. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Seattle Sounders over RSL and LAFC over the San Jose Earthquakes. All right. Uh, last thing on the agenda is Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. That is that is terrible. Uh. I mean, there hasn't been really a lot of exciting scores going on in MLS. Uh, but this is what I'm going to do, and I, I feel it's just the changing of the guard for this crazy COVID year. And that's Atlanta losing, losing a home to Orlando, 3-1. Uh, to one. Orlando, I mean, or, you know, is this even early in the season? I don't even know what part of this season it is anymore. I mean, we're still technically 10 games, not even 10 games in yet. Right, very confusing, but uh, Orlando did win in their building. That's probably a huge win for Orlando, huge confidence booster, and just showing that Atlanta is just starting to completely uh, crap out. <laughs> right after I said I'm betting on them. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would have thought Orlando would come out with a, a new coach and just start? I mean, granted, it's Perea, so you know he's he can build a team, but who would have thought his first Nani. year? What was that? And they have Nani. True. Nani. But I mean, who would have thought like the first year on the Pereja, they would just start actually improving. Like you figure it would take a year or two to get players in place, but no, they're, 
it's it's almost like if you do a good job coaching, you can take mediocre players and raise them up a level. Hmm. Weird. And Nani. Yeah. Uh, if anyone has lost everything taking my gambling advice, <laughs> uh, I go by the name Harris Johnson, and I live in Sheboygan. <laughs> <laughs> totally made up name. All right, so let's wrap this one up then. Uh, you can visit us patreon.com slash Rant. One buck a month. So you get exclusive content such as our monthly wrap-ups, live post-game, or anything else we decide to do. You can email us redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Rant on Twitter at Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to her iTunes via... Um, subscribe to show via iTunes, Stitch Radio, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. Google Play Music is apparently going away, so I don't know if YouTube Music is going to have it. So if you're on Google Play Music, sorry, I was in that boat too. Uh, last words before we get out of here. Big, big home games coming up. Super huge. You know I'll be watching it live. You know Pat will be watching it live. You know Jay will be watching it probably three days later if the score doesn't get ruined <laughs> for him. Uh, that all being said, I would actually like to smile after a game. So please, for the love of God, win. Yeah. Why not win? I will be actually watching live tomorrow. That's my plan. No one believes that. Well, <laughs> yeah, come on. I'll, I'll let you know if it actually happens. Uh, yeah. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 345 the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. See you later. Lights. Nice.